Hasa's podcast, Into the River It Flows, episode one, first timer. Today's guest is Mimi Moore, a junior at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. She's from the outskirts of Milwaukee and is currently a nursing student. She's going to share with us her story navigating college as a first-generation student, the decisions she had to make, and the life advice she hopes everyone can take away from this. So welcome, Mimi. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I know, like you mentioned to me before, that your siblings had attended college already before you and they're older. Can you like tell us if education was like an important component in your family? Yeah, so like I feel like every Hmong family like pushes their children to definitely go to school. Like that's one of their biggest priorities, which is totally like something um, I understand. So my siblings were definitely pushed to go to college. Um, so every single one of them, I have three older siblings, I have a sister and two brothers, and um, we all kind of have like a pretty good years apart. Um, my sister and I are like nine years apart, and she's the oldest. So she first went to college, and she went to Madison, um, and then my brother went to Milwaukee, and then my other brother went to Madison as well. So I was, I'm definitely the baby of the family, um, and when I, like, I try to, so do you have older siblings who have gone to college as well? Yeah, I have one older sister. She just graduated. So like when you applied to like college and stuff and you needed advice, did you always go to her? Yeah, I did. I always did. Like personal statements. I was like, can you read this? Um, Make sure that I'm not doing anything wrong. Things like that. So I would relate with you on that. Yeah, so definitely I got it easier just because all my siblings went to college. And so they helped me. My sister a lot. Like my sister's like another mother to me. She helped me a lot with my personal statements, like my essays and like trying to deal with F.A., um, my brother's an accountant too, so I always threw my FA stuff at him for him to do. Um, so I definitely had it easy. Um, but yeah, because I had older siblings, it wasn't much of a transition or something really hard for me to get into college with. Uh, maybe the experiences in college, because my siblings and I don't have a sim a similar experience in college. But the process to apply to college, it was definitely like a lot easier for me. Yeah, that makes sense. I totally could relate with you on that. So in the Hmong culture, you know, like, parents, they often encourage their children to, like, seek two jobs only, and that's, like, a doctor and a lawyer, and that's, like, the only thing that they want you to do, or the only thing that they really know of. Do you think your parents have ever, like, said that to you, or did you ever, like, feel pressured if your parents ever mentioned that to you, and how did that, like, play a role in like your college career and things like that yeah for sure like it's definitely a lot of pressure because like that that's literally all they want you to do it's like a doctor or a lawyer um but I think with them seeing my sister pursue a, a career in nursing um that they kind of just thought about thought about more of trying to find a major or a job that would just lead you to a good financial um stability rather than like flourishing, going to like medical school or becoming a lawyer. Um, I think they started to understand that there are definitely different occupations out there that are just as successful. So yeah, um, definitely got that pressure, but um, me pursuing nursing, I think they're totally satisfied with it. So 
talking about your parents i know you just mentioned them a little bit before do you think that they have a huge influence on your decisions when you're making them in college and do you consider them a lot yeah for sure um i do consider my parents a lot uh, just because um i do want to be successful and hopefully in the future i can turn my success back onto them when i if I'm being honest, I came into freshman year thinking that I wanted to go pre-med. Um, I really actually was pre-med at first. However, I knew that I, I didn't know how hard it would be to be pre-med. And so freshman year, um, straight into the fall, I believe it was like towards the end of the fall semester, I decided to declare my major in nursing and pre-nursing. And I knew it would be okay if I declared my major in pre-nursing because my sister also was a pre-nursing major. And she's doing really well right now. And so my parents see that. Um, so they were really supportive if I went pre-nursing route and I followed my sister's footsteps. Um, so that was okay for me. Like that was good in my transition for to telling them that I became, I coming from pre-med to pre-nursing, um, I think they were still totally okay with it. I like also relate to you on that too because I have really supportive parents and I think I realized like how privileged I was in that fact um, when I was talking to my friend and she told me that and I think my eyes opened because I was like wow I do have like I'm such privileged in the fact that like my parents are so supportive and I sometimes take that take that for granted um, but I started to realize like how fortunate I am in that case. So coming into college like as a first generation student um, and being Hmong and then like coming to Madison, obviously there's quite a few Hmong students or there's a Hmong population here on campus. Like, do you think that you could relate to the other first generation Hmong students or like, was it a little bit difficult in terms of that? I think my transition to freshman year was a little bit difficult. Um, I came from a really small town. Like I said, it was on the outskirts of Milwaukee, but it was very white dominated. Um, so I was like literally one of the only Asians there and there were not a lot of people of color there. So I came from a high school where like, I, I'm pretty sure in my class there, there was like five other students of color. And so coming to Madison, I was really surprised by the diversity here. I know it's not super diverse, but from where I came from, like it's way more diverse. Um, and then transitioning to the Hmong community here, I definitely was, I've definitely learned a lot about our Hmong culture um, through um, taking uh, the Hmong class. I forgot what Hmong it is. It's like Asian language something, but it was like Hmong semester one. <laughs> I still definitely learned a lot about our Hmong language and culture there, but also through Hausa because um, freshman year and sophomore year, I was pretty active in Hausa. So being around other Hmong students really opened up my eyes. Um, I felt like I was able to practice the Hmong um, culture more. I started listening to more Hmong music and I started speaking Hmong more. And it was just so cool because I've never, like, I never grew up with Hmong friends that weren't my family. So it was super cool, and also I was able to relate to everyone more. You know, super, it was like a home. It was like a second family, basically. Before, I rarely ever listened to Mo music, but coming to, like, Hausa, I swear, it was every day I was listening to Mo music. I'm like, who is they would this always person? Play it. <laughs> yeah, they would always play music, and 
I realized I was like, who are, who are these people? And then I would ask other people, and they're like, oh my gosh, they're so famous. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I suck because I don't know anything. But um, yeah, I, I relate with like listening to Hmong music more. But I'm super grateful for Hassa for um, being able to bring out that side of me because I, I truly don't, I truly think that if I didn't, I wasn't so active in Hassa, I wouldn't be able to really embrace my Hmong um, ethnicity. So thanks to Hassa. Thank you, Hassa, <laughs> for all that you've done um, and all that you will continue to do. So right now, I, you mentioned, like before you mentioned like a little bit about being pre-med your freshman year but then you switched to pre-nursing can you tell us like a little bit more more about like your thought process in that like did you feel like what were your emotions and how did it feel like just kind of like switching routes yeah so if I'm being honest I still question whether I want to <laughs> pursue nursing or not <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like in nursing school already but I still question whether nursing is really for me so it's not like I'm dead set on nursing. Well, like, I mean, I kind of am obligated to, but um, you can do a lot with nursing. So I'm trying to figure out how I want to kind of shape and mold nursing into my passions. But for me to transition from pre-med to pre-nursing, I made the decision pretty quick because by the end of fall semester, I was already declared as pre-nursing. <clears throat> and I came in um, undeclared, but I was, I was on a pre-med rack. Uh, track and so I think what really urged me was because in high school I always wanted to be a pediatrician like that was what I like really strived for but coming to college I started to realize that everything's a lot more different than high school like it's totally the opposite um, like it's a lot harder in college um, you have to be way more studious you really have to know what you're doing in college and as a freshman you're still especially first semester of your freshman year, you really don't know what you're doing, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, you don't really know how classes work. You don't know how exams work. You barely can maneuver the campus. Um, so I thought about it, and I said, if I'm doing pre-med, I'm looking at all the classes that I have to take, and then realizing that I have med school, and then residency, and I thought that was too much for me. Like, I feel like I'm studious, but not that studious. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a little bit too much for me to handle. So I decided that nursing would be uh, the best route um, that, that was kind of close to be, um, pursuing kind of being in the healthcare. So I decided to pre uh, pursue pre-nursing. Also, again, another really big influence my, was my sister because she was also pre-nursing and was admitted to the nursing program here as well. So I always thought that if I, like worst case scenario, um, I would just ask her for help for anything, um, ask her for advice because she basically took the same path. Um, I'm taking the same path as she did. I thought nursing was a really safe field as well. And when I decided to really pursue nursing, I really didn't want to do it if I'm being honest. Um, I never wanted to be a nurse, like that was like, the last thing I've ever wanted to do because I saw my sister work as a nurse. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. But coming to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I decided the easiest and safest route was to pursue nursing. But through exploring my interests and hobbies, I decided that I do have a passion 
um, for infectious diseases. So I'm trying to integrate both um, the field of nursing and my interest in infectious disease or infection control and trying to integrate them together. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. That's so amazing um, that you can still like try to find something in the midst of like nursing school too that you really enjoy. That's really inspirational to hear about that. I wanted to like talk more about um, like your motivations and your disciplines. So I know like for us, a lot of people always say like, I'm motivated to do things or for me personally, I'm like always motivated to do this. But I realized that motivation is something that comes and goes for me a lot. Like if I don't, you know, if I don't put in the work, like my motivation kind of is disappears or just like I'm motivated the next day I'm not but compared to like discipline like it like I've heard a lot of people say that it's the driving force to success like how how does how do you see like motivation and discipline and how would you like advise others on how like they should like see that as well yeah so I have a very blunt personality like if something's on my mind I will most likely say it so a lot of my close friends have heard this but they'll like text me or something and be like Mimi I'm not motivated to study right now and I'm like girl it's not the fact that you're motivated or not it's whether you have discipline or not so I think I learned this a couple months ago and it really like struck hard to me I think I learned it last year actually sophomore year and it really allowed me to get my my stuff done so um, I was reading a blog about it and he was basically saying that um, motivation usually you try to wait for you until you have motivation to do something right but it's not really the fact that you have motivation or not because motivation is a feeling that comes to you when you're ready to do something and that does not work in college. You better, you can't wait until you're ready to do something to get it done. Um, because we definitely have like deadlines, we have other things to do, right? We have other priorities to finish. And so he said that it's whether you're disciplined or not. So whether you have that motivation and that driving force in you, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that you have discipline um, to finish your work and to do the things you need to do um, in order to cross them off your list. And that's what really is driving me because I'll sit down and try to study for my exam and say, I'm not motivated at all. But I think about it, I'm like, it's not the fact that you're motivated, you need to be disciplined in order to get it done. So yeah, I think that's a really important advice that every college student needs to hear. Um, because I don't care if you're motivated or not, <laughs> like do it. <laughs> That's very true. I think a lot of students are motivated, but they don't have that discipline connected to that. And that's where like, or like you sit down and you're like, oh, I'm not motivated. I'll put it off till tomorrow. And then like, it's due literally like tomorrow night at midnight. So I'm like, no, 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 it's not like, I don't care if you're motivated or not. Like, I, I don't care if you have that drive to finish your homework assignment or to finish studying. It's the fact that you're in college and you need to be disciplined enough to still do it whether you want to do it or not. And I think there's there's definitely a fine line, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, if if you're seriously, like, down and you seriously have no energy because you've been pulling all-nighters, yeah, you can, like, the whole motivation thing makes sense like you're probably just super tired so take a break like you don't have to 
be so disciplined on yourself to the point where it's like breaking you down mm-hmm. yeah that I relate um college students please take a break and if you're not in college still take a break when things are getting too heavy for you I think that's one thing I learned in college though that's good I think that's such an important advice for like people who are coming into college and even just like freshmen like I know like when I was a freshman like how you said like I didn't know anything and I really had to like learn like it halfway through college and by then I'm like oh my gosh like my first half is like gone and I wish I could have applied that to my first half yeah I think one thing that I learned a lot was to be able to take breaks I know junior year I'm, I'm a junior right now and it's like the busiest year I've ever had out of all my three all my three years here um but like I've been taking way more breaks than I have ever freshman and sophomore year and it makes your year actually a breeze like it's so much easier because you're taking breaks um don't just keep driving until you burn out like definitely take breaks um it actually helps you a lot yeah that's very important advice i also recommend that too because i think if you don't take a break you're you're not going to do your best you know um which is very important to like always perform your best in that in what you are and like what you're capable of doing so right now you're in nursing school so this is your first year is that correct yes yeah, so that's exciting. Um, but do you think, like, obviously, like, now that I've grown older, um, I really realize that connection and network is so vital to, like, succeeding, too, as well. Um, could you talk a little bit about, like, your connection experience or, like, what advice you would give to, like, other people and what, what you learned while, like, trying to connect with people and the challenges that came with it? Yeah, so I know, I feel like a lot of people have heard that networking and connections with people are, are is like super important, right? But no one I know really practices it, even though they know it. And I think that's one of the biggest things you can learn to do in your life, because it brings so much advantage to you. Um, like, having a connection with someone within your field, or even if you have a connection with someone with um, outside of your field like that's great as well because you have multiple you have a very diverse and vast group of networks basically and um, especially in college I know a lot of people who have gotten such great opportunities and like jobs internships um, fellowships through connections and like even jobs as well and I think when you are able to communicate with those of in a professional field that lies in your interests, that's a great way to have a step up compared to everybody else. Um, and I think it's hard for us as first, um, as like first gen or of like a minority is the fact that we don't have, like our parents don't have connections. Does that make sense? Because I feel like yeah. a lot of people, like they have, their parents went to college and their parents do have like higher paying jobs. And so the parents just naturally have connections that this, that um they can reach out to and like for us it's a little bit different because not of all not a lot of our, our parents have like high paying jobs and have connections so we really have to step out and do it ourselves and it's super scary and intimidating especially like if you're a student and you're like trying to reach out to a professor or anyone of like the professional field but trust me it's so worth it to just give it a try because you never know 
what opportunities they can throw at you and that you can put on your resume. Um, I definitely was very nervous to like approach some people, but in the end I did it and I like made great connections and networks and they, it really has helped build my academic career and potentially my professional career as well. So I highly recommend everybody to try to really network and connect with other people. Um, yeah, even other students as well. It doesn't have to be someone of um, professional uh, field. Yeah, I, re I also recommend that for students as well. And just like people who like want to like go further in their career because it's like so sad I was talking to um, a girl who just got into law school and she told me the flat out truth that like you need connections and um, no matter how hard you try, like if you don't have those connections, like it's not gonna boost you up as well as you want it. And like that just gave me like an awakening sign. Like, am I like making sure that I have connections? Um, but not just like, oh, I need connections, but making sure that like I come out with these connections holistically too. Like, I just don't want it to be like, oh, I need you to help me with this. But I hope that like these connections I can take away just not like career experience, but also just life experiences too. I totally agree. And I, I think it's super important. And like, it's one, it's a great way to find yourself a job or like opportunities. And like, it's not saying you're going to take advantage of that person, but you can definitely be, be mindful, gain education and gain opportunities through those um, networks that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So this is a little bit shifting off topic, or not off topic, but just like off connection topic. Um, so like, I know you identify as first gen, but you're also a Hmong, a Hmong American student. Like coming to Madison, do you think when you go to classroom settings, did that play an impact on like how you perceived education? Um, did it encourage you to do more? Or was there like a little like, kind of like a, barrier between you and your peers things like that um coming to college yes yeah so definitely like for freshman year I walked into my first class and I'm like wow everyone here is white and I was expecting so much more like students of color but apparently not like I didn't I really thought Madison was going to be extremely diverse for some reason but I walked in and I was I swear I was like one out of 20 10 maybe 15 of like students of color I'm like this it was super shocking to see everyone white like I really don't know what I was expecting but that was one um walking on campus like I didn't realize again how many white people there were gonna be um but I think I started to integrate myself into the Asian community here and um kind of integrate myself into the identities I do um have and share with other people so yeah um, Hasa really helped me with that so yeah that's good I like agree with you too um I took this class my freshman year I I'm sure a lot of people have taken it race in America and yeah I think my first like my first impression or my first thought was like okay there's definitely gonna be more people of color in this class because it's about race in America um like something and I went in that class totally like was taken aback and like also to add on to that did you ever feel like you weren't as intelligent as the other students yes 
Yeah, did you feel that too? Yes, literally. I, I still feel like that sometimes. I'm like, wow, they're really smart. And I think being surrounded with a lot, with a predom- like with a lot of students who came from a very wealthy background who weren't first gen, it like really makes you question like whether you can whether Madison is for you. Like wh- sometimes I question like why did I make it into Madison? But I think it's super important to realize that, um, especially like to the Hmong students out there that you made it to Madison like for a reason and you definitely proved your way here through your applications and things that you did in high school it really showcased how um like why you're worth it to be here in Madison so I know like we compare ourselves especially me I compare myself to a lot of the white students here but sometimes you have to like take a step back we would like to thank anchor.fm as well as audacity for making our podcast possible